Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions. All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Moranzi. Sitting alongside the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Busy program today. We only have a uh, Stanley Cup game this evening. Hey, listen, the Stanley Cup is going to be in a building. And uh, I guess that uh, dude that I want to punch in the face, the blonde dude with the white gloves, is going to be there. <laughs> Although, truth be told, I don't think he's there anymore, honestly. I, I, the last, I could be off on this. No. Maybe he was just like... He's still there, Gabe. And I'll tell you something. He's still there. You want to going to enrage you no, more? I, I think he's been promoted, <laughs> and now he's like the boss at a cup, but somebody yeah. else brings it out. Or am I wrong? Is he no. going to is he, he going to be the one that brings it out? He is still the keeper of the cup, the custodian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got he's got that blonde mullet cooking. And you know another thing that's going to. I don't know why I don't like him, but I don't like him. Guess guess where he went? He went to my college. <laughs> no, he did. He did. You're telling me that dude with the white gloves? <laughs> yes. 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 He's like the most successful yes. alumnus yes. of your, your university. Next to Cheryl Hickey. Oh, Entertainment, yeah. Enter- tonight. Entertainment tonight. And you, of course. <laughs> I'm way down on the list. They don't even they don't even call me anymore. Really? So <laughs> they used to call. So like that guy goes to college and yeah. you know that that's the gig he gets after. Yeah. He's like, on he's... the cover of the alumni magazine. Hey, the, oh, really, the eh? keeper of the cup. <laughs> Oh yeah. What, what do you game. do? What what do you do with your education? Well, I'm not dude that brings the Stanley Cup out. Except it's actually a great gig. Oh, because it's, it's, no, he stays in great hotels and stuff. Listen, you don't just bring the, the the cup out. You travel with the cup every day. You're the custodian of the cup. You're like you hang with the cup. Like every day you wake up and some town. You're like oh, I'm taking a cup here. Yeah, it must be a little bit taxing, you know, going to elementary schools. Hey, kids, yeah. uh, here's the Stanley Cup. The guy's got 136,000 uh, Twitter followers. <laughs> his name's uh, Philip Pritchard. Phil Pritchard. Uh, his name's even annoying. <laughs> hey, Phil Pritchard. His name's annoying. No, that's what it says in the bio. The Hall- Hockey Hall of Fame's keeper of the cup. So, wait, you go to you, you see this guy around campus and <laughs> no, stuff? Did he wear white gloves when he went to school? <laughs> Hi, everybody. He's in the cafeteria with white gloves. No, I, I think Phil's a little bit older than me. I don't know, uh, man. He's got a wicked game. He looks like the type of dude that would be uh, busted on Dateline doing something. <laughs> I'm suspecting that he's up to something. Are you? Is he still the custodian of the cup? Yeah, that's what it says, buddy. The Hockey Hall of Fame's keeper of the cup posts stories, photos, and videos of life on the road wearing the white gloves with the Stanley Cup. What a gig, though, Cam. Think about it. I know. Like in the summertime and stuff, he goes with the cup to each town that's with right, the champions. That's right, with the players, yep. And basically... You know, like 75% of the players do insane, stupid things with the cup and get extremely wasted. Although, they used to not have a custodian of the cup. They used to just give the cup to the team and say, all right, give it back to us after. Yeah. Then Pantera and the Dallas Stars dented it a little bit, pool party. I think the Rangers, the, yeah, I think the Rangers, Rangers did, did cocaine out of it. 
I can tell you, if I had the cup, we'd do a lot of fun with it, too. I think, You'd have yeah, to. Yeah, the Rangers did cocaine out of it, and I think some worse stuff that we can't get yeah. into has happened to the no, cup. It's been defecated in. Basically, the Stanley Cup was treated like Woody Allen's stepdaughter. I can like tell you. I can tell <laughs> Sorry, man, you're on fire. Yeah, that's pretty I good. Tell, I can tell like, you, you tell, I don't know if the listeners of this show realize, like, the material that oh, I just like, bring you. Like, bring, just, this is like HBO comedy yeah, type like, stuff seriously. that I just drop on it's you. It's amazing. But, yeah, the Stanley, the Stanley Cup is like that Soon Yi chick. Like, uh, yeah, man. The Stanley Cup, like, the next engravement, me too. <laughs> me, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, 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 too, have been touched inappropriately. Man, I think that Robin Givens chick on Howard Stern like took a dump in it or something like that. <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. No, exactly. This guy doesn't stay at uh, loser places either. Like you know, well, Phil Pritchard. No, no, no he's staying. He's staying at Marriott's. Big, big, and stuff. Oh, Sheridan's yeah, Marriott's? Marriott's. Yeah, no, that's that's like, everywhere. Nah, you know, he's probably staying at like Four Seasons. You know, he's staying at the Royal York here in Toronto so, so next to the, the, the Hall of Fame. This is the guy checking in. He's got one, two, three, four, five. Six bags and and the big uh, basically like your band where you carry like the amps and everything. Yeah, he's the got, big he's, steel got the, case he's got the, the, the hard shell case for the cup. Exactly with six bags. Like life's tough for Phil. So when he gets on an airline, like he's like, uh, "What? Yeah. This is the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You better not mess this up, United Airlines." Correct. <laughs> I can't believe it is a great gig, though. You can't think of any better than that. He doesn't have to, like, the thing is, he doesn't have to go and speak, whatever. He just shows up with no, a No, 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 He bumps Cam. it a little bit. No, no. That's it. See, that's it. You're so naive. You think that he just shows up, buffs the cop, and just goes and parties with people. No, he's got to take it to, like, uh, the senior citizens' homes and, like, schools. and That's a wicked gig. And camps and stuff. Yeah, that's... that's oh, yeah, because it's a ton of fun hanging out with a bunch of six-year-old brats at, a, at an elementary school in Saskatchewan or Manitoba. In the middle of February. It's a great life. I think it's pretty good, Gabe. It's pretty good. I, I got, I'm jealous of so Phil. So you're saying you think that Phil Pritchard is more successful than you? Yes, I do. I don't know. I don't. I, I wouldn't say that. So you say, you're saying that you wish you had Phil Pritchard's life, essentially. You're, you're jealous of Phil Pritchard. I'd say a tad, yeah. Like, well, think about it. He gets to travel... In every every cool city in you the world, with the every cup. time you travel, you complain. No, 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 no. I love traveling. Don't don't. You don't traveled on the journey no. to the Stanley Cup. You still complain about it eight years later. Well, it's thirty nine. I was in in hotels for thirty nine straight days. This guy's in hotels for three hundred and sixty five <laughs> days. They give him some off days, don't they? Come on, Phil gets to see. Yeah, the I'm sure there's like a Phil Junior, the Apprentice dude. <laughs> Phil Junior. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, anyway. I, I I could think of words. Well, why don't you use your connections over at Fanshawe and book him on the show? You want to get this guy on the show? Well, it'd be hard after I've called him a tool for the yeah, last ten years. That's a great point. <laughs> he's always bothered me. Yeah. Guys in like Mastercard commercials. I know. And stuff. Oh, he's got. I told you, he's like Phil he's, Pritchard, he's the getting, custodian of the cup, keeper getting, of the cup. He's getting it on the it's side. Like, dude, no. you're not the keeper of the cup, right? You didn't win the cup. And I the thing is, like he. Like, I guess that, like, because it used to be out of control, so now if things are getting out of control, Phil's at the party. He doesn't seem like He'd the be like, security hey, type. Hey, Cam, Cam, uh, you know, yeah, settle down, Cam, with the cup there. You're getting all crazy with the cup over your head. You got a bunch of strippers there. You know, Phil. Phil uh, sounds great. You know what I'd do, basically? Like, if I was, like, Malkin or something and I had the money, 
I just give Phil. I'd say, listen, Phil, here's five hundred dollars. Get away. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, beat it. Go get yourself a coffee, Phil. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Phil, come back. Come back hey. in twenty four hours hey, Phil, for my time with we'll, the we'll see, we'll see you in three days. Stay I would, away. I would actually just like dump him. Just leave him somewhere. Oh, I yeah. tell him like, hey, Phil, yeah, we're going to the golf course. <laughs> I basically tell him, yeah, yeah, we're we're meeting in the we're meeting in the dining hall, and you just stiff Phil Pritchard. Yeah, he just waits in the dining hall, crickets. You run from him like Vanderlei Silver running from a, a Nevada State Athletic Commission drug tester. You you bring up a great point though. How did this guy who's never played hockey at any, any like when you're your next player, you get yeah. to be on the committee for the past. Who did and Phil Pritchard like, know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he, he like why doesn't it why isn't it an ex player a player that got concussed? Anybody else but an ordinary like the guy's he has no affiliation to the game. He didn't play. He didn't play pro hockey. So as I was, uh, this all started. Although that was a great, uh, great opening uh, yeah. monologue yeah, right good, there. Good one, buddy. Um, as I was standing, so we have one Stanley Cup game. So Phil Pritchard's going to be in the building tonight with the Stanley Cup. Correct. The question is. Does Phil Pritchard bring the cup out? I just want to see yeah. how many times I can say Phil Pritchard. Phil Pritchard, Phil Pritchard, Phil Pritchard. Phil Pritchard. Uh, will Phil Pritchard bring the uh, the cup out uh, to the Washington Capitals? And now we can talk about, ooh, Vegas never should have top- touched the Western Conference uh, Championship trophy, Kim. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're telling me this guy, ooh, he's working. Hey, I'll tell you I, right I, now. No, no, I'm, I'm on his Twitter right now, enjoying a lazy river on a day. What? Yeah, look at this. That's his, yeah. That's what? His, ooh, life's tough in Vegas. Look at this say, guy. I know, I told you. Look at this guy. Uh, he's lounging every, at the Mandalay Bay pool. I told you. Enjoying a lazy day off with the, the Stanley. From That looks like reckless abuse to the Stanley Cup I, to me. <laughs> hey. Hey, Pritchard. Hey, we didn't give you the cup, Pritchard, to like take yeah. it out with the uh, you know the bikini uh, bunnies over at Mandalay Beach. What? Yeah, look at this guy. Yeah, his life's tough. Okay, okay he's going to senior homes. <laughs> this guy's living like he's in Vegas in a waterfall. He's with lucky. Sorry, he's Marazzi. lucky today. <laughs> he's lucky today. I'd like to know the day in the life of town. Yeah. There's a lot of trips to like. Yeah, uh, you you want to see his itinerary? Yeah, there's a lot of trips to like the Sioux and dudes like Bruce Chad. Can I touch the cup? Can I? Can I rub it? Hey Cam! Hey Cam! Did anyone uh, touch your junk oh, this yeah. weekend? For that freak! Where's that guy? Davies! What a psychopath! Imagine that guy yeah. comes out holding oh, the cup. Oh my god! I, I remember we just came back from work. Me and Ray. Anybody there was an intern. Junk? We used to work with an intern. He was the strangest. Oh, dude. he was crazy. Man. He was the strangest dude ever, and. Um, he was actually kind of like he was so strange. He was funny, but uh, he was really wasn't very good at his job. Kind of creepy. He didn't last very long, and uh, it was a Monday. And uh, me and Cam came into uh, to the studio, and he's sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, Cam, how was your weekend? Did anybody touch your junk?" Cam's like, "What? <laughs> what? What did you say? Anybody touch your junk?" That's 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 Pritchard again. This guy. Is yeah, Phil Pritchard's backstage with Stink. Yeah, and Shaggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry, man. There's a lot of off days in Peterborough and uh, North Dakota and Sioux Falls and Fargo and stuff. All right, it's not all glamour. Not all glamour. So, uh, so we got the Stanley Cup game. We'll give you our picks. Andrew McInnes is going to join us. Andrew McInnes uh, picks. Uh, member of the uh, the Ice Guys, part of the uh, the Jimmy the Bag and uh, Company crew. Babano's team. Yeah, part yeah. of Team Babano. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, Babano thinks like he's his mentor or something like that, but like uh, he's not. Like, <laughs> Babano. 
said, McKinnis, oh, yeah, the last time he's the he came on the show, he's talking about, you know, what I'm talking. <laughs> he was really uh, talking. He was really breaking it down like he's running clinics. Oh, yeah, as a professional broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Andrew McKinnon is going to join us. Great hockey capper. Talk a little CFL as well. We have a CFL nice. football game tonight. Next week, CFL starts, and it'll be on DraftKings. I have an ang- I, I actually really like tonight's CFL game. Yeah, Gabe, I like the Argos. I, I actually like the other side tonight. Well, you're going to be wrong. No, Gabe, I'm telling you, we were on, we were on the run. What's your angle? No, we're just, just the way the Argos played against Hamilton. It's just this game means a little bit more for uh, for Ottawa tonight. That's, what, that's the angle? Yeah, that's the angle. It's, a, it's, so it's an me, exhibition game. Give me another. Re- what's your, what's okay. your angle and reason? Why did we like, why did we like Hamilton? To beat Toronto that day because of what Johnny Manziel that that was a train wreck that game we lost that game by what like twenty seven points they absolutely murdered them I'm just saying teams that going in the Argos are already playing over their head they've got to look at a lot of guys they they look fantastic they looked absolutely fantastic against Hamilton I'm just saying Ottawa they got to get they got to get their ducks in a row they're going to be crisper I could really I, I'm taking the points I, I think it's a good play you are aware that uh, Trevor Harris is injured. That's fine. I don't care. The Argos played with a third-string quarterback last week, and he dissected Hamilton. Because he's good. He's they, they got a very deep yeah, team. Bethel Thompson. Bethel Thompson looks good. Yeah. So does James Franklin. I, I, yeah. And Wilder didn't. Uh, they didn't even play. Like it's crazy. All right. Well, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll get to that game a little bit later on. So uh, yeah, Andrew McInnes uh, will join us. That sounds good. Um, I want to talk about uh, LeBron James oh, what, uh, being what, the big what, overrated what, Pouty? choker. Pouty? Big overrated choker that he is. Ooh, but he had a triple-double stats. Yeah, you millennials and your stats. You can shove your stats down your... Uh, Win. Yeah, Win. Win something. Yeah, what's LeBron James going to be now? Three and six in the finals? Man. Michael Jordan was six and oh. Ooh, but he's better than Michael Jordan. God, Kevin Durant, you want to talk about ice water. He's not even better than Kobe Bryant. Kevin Durant, that, um, is, that guy's okay, money. Kevin he's Brant's, money in the bank. Kevin Durant's a badass. Man, he sure is. Um, Terrell Owens was a badass, and he's finally inducted into the, uh, the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But it took him about 32 seconds to spoil it, as uh, he states he's not going to show up. Ridiculous! Uh, I don't know, he's not showing up. Why, why I don't know. He you, released... you, got, you, you waited that long to get in the hall. You might and he complained show up. about it re- yeah. repeatedly. I know. He complained about it repeatedly. You finally get in. You're not going to show up. I guess you released some sort of statement on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. But I really don't, uh, quite frankly, give a shit enough uh, about your statement to read it, uh, T.O. Listen, I think you deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I think you were a great football player, but I have spoken to various various pro football Hall of Famers over the years and asked them about Terrell Owens. And I remember Chris Dolman telling me, screw him. He's a horrible teammate. I was on, you know, and he played with him. He's like, yeah, he can wait. And basically all the Hall of Famers basically stated that character and not off-field issues. Not like O.J. No. Simpson if you killed someone. No, just bad in the room. Were you a good teammate? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you, were you a leader? Are you a yeah. teammate? You know, were you a character guy in the room? T.O. is such a, like, he manages to, like, he manages to be a non-team guy even at the Hall of Fame. Because the Hall of Fame guys look at it like when you join them, you're, you're joining their team. Yeah, exactly. Like you wear you, the blazer. You're honored yeah, to have one sure. of their jackets, and you're on the team. Damn right. It's like, dude, like you now are the same. You're a teammate now of Jerry Rice. You're a teammate now of, you know, all the greats right now. Mm-hmm. Walter Payton, etc. Show some freaking respect. I agree, a hundred percent. It's like, oh, boo hoo! You have to wait a couple of years. Maybe You're if you in. weren't such a jerk off. Yeah. And I love these guys that are jerk offs in their careers. They're jerk offs to the media, and then when they need to get into the Hall of Fame, suddenly um, they're Johnny Nice guy. You know, they're, they're Johnny Nice guy. 
and uh, and then as soon as they get into the hall, they go back, back to, to being dicks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I've seen it time and time and time again. Look, Jack Jack Morris. He was a dick. He was Jack a, Morris. He was a dick to was the most miserable no, dude oh, ever. He, he, he hated everybody. Like he hated the media. He was a jerk to the media, and he realized, you know what? I'm a pretty great pitcher, but I'm not getting into the Hall of Fame here. Yeah. Suddenly, he started doing interviews. Hey, everybody. Yeah, he started doing interviews. He <laughs> dropped a little bit of the attitude. He's a great analyst, actually. I think, think he, I think he, he does know, a great job. Oh, yeah, he really does. And he's eased up. And he got into the Hall of Fame, and he's eased up now. He's lost the edge, the chip on his shoulder. And it's also ironic. You'll have a lot of guys that hate the media, but then get jobs in the media, like John Tortorella. John Tortorella hey, thinks hey, Brooksy, the media are, you yeah, dance? are yeah. pond scum. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he has no problem, like, taking a check exactly. from the media. Like, you know, Money talks, bullshit wants. More of right? the stories, everyone's a hypocrite. <laughs> but, you know, T- Terrell Owens, you're, you, you were a great football player, but it's, you know, this is embarrassing. And the thing is, we all know T.O. This is why I don't want to talk about this too much. And I don't want to play your game because we all know that you're going to go. We Guaranteed. Know. We know you're not, not going to go. You, you have to go. You just want us to beg you to go. And quite frankly, not going to beg. No, that's not happening. If I'm going to beg for something, it's not going to be for Terrell Owens to go to his own Hall of Fame induction. It's going to be for sex. It's like somebody hot. It's like a kid. I don't want to go to my own birthday party, Mom. Screw you, T.O. And I say this as a T.O. fan. He didn't suck with the Bills. He played hard. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. That's better, Florio. Just delete. Just delete that last song. Sounds like we're at the Iowa Only State the Fair. That's the yeah. Symphony of Destruction. Yeah. No, no, the last song was the one oh. that Florio paid is that's the beat for Only the Good Die Young oh, by Billy terrible. Joel. It's terrible. Yes. Was that Billy Joel? Yes. Yeah. I don't care that Billy Joel sold Bro. out Madison Square Garden <laughs> 300 times, all right? I don't want to hear him. He's a New York legend, Gabe. Legend. So is Rudy Giuliani. Yeah. Ooh, Uncle. Ooh. Oh, he was great last night. Oh, what did he say about? What, yeah, did you see the company she keeps? <laughs> talking um, about, he's talking Uncle about Leo. The he is Uncle he's Leo. Uncle Leo. I didn't mean to steal the batteries, Jerry. He's become. He's become. Uh, he's become uh, Uncle Leo. Like, yes, I'm an old man. Yeah, I'm an, I'm old, an man. old man. We take things, books and batteries. I love Uncle Leo though. He's when he was a Jerry. Jerry. Yeah. When somebody betrays me, Jerry, right. I never forgive them. Exactly. <laughs> and he had it on his knuckles, too. That's so good. Uncle Leo's great. All right. Uh, so, 
Yes. Uh, I was talking uh, last night about uh, the Simpsons. Ooh. I was wearing a Simpsons T-shirt, and Up it opened Simpsons. up a big conversation about uh, what Simpsons character are you. And um, some people are easier than others. As you're, not, if you're going to be hard-pressed to find someone who lives a lifestyle closer to Krusty the Clown than me. Yeah. Like, I doubt there's anyone really in North America that's really as close to Krusty the Clown as me. I'm a degenerate gambler. Um, you know, he bets on the Washington Generals. I bet on the uh, Toronto Raptors versus the Cavaliers. I take the Buffalo Bulls, uh, Bills and Bulls. Yeah, <laughs> everything Buffalo. Too, too often. Um, and uh, like Krusty, um, when, I'm, uh, when I'm not on the air, I'm uh, very quiet and uh, very depressed. <laughs> and know what you used to do? Shill products. Remember, you used to have a, like some jeans lines. You have Morency Sports. Oh, yeah. The Milwaukee Brewers shirt that I'm staring across at. We just got to get you a new product line. I'm even 5% Jewish, like Krusty. <laughs> ancestry DNA says so. Yeah, the Ancestry yes. DNA. <laughs> I, I, I'm now, I can now tell uh, Jew, uh, Jewish jokes. That's right. It's okay. I'm Jewish. Like, that. that's the deal. I can, yeah. <laughs> Anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> so, the... Um, the question is, who is uh, who is Cam Stewart? And we got a lot of suggestions that you're uh, you're Barney Gumble. Oh, really? That's yeah, and I know you, you sort of you take for a little bit of offense to the fact that you're Barney That's Gumble. Okay. No, he drinks, but uh, you know, hey, Barney, you know, wrote, Barney, Barney wrote a book. Barney Gumble has like sucked uh, alcohol out of a uh, an ashtray before. You've never gone that low. I drank it off the floor, but though. you have admitted to drinking alcoholic out of a carpet. Like, if you, like, when you've dropped booze in a carpet, have you, like, got down on the knees and sort of said, I you have. <laughs> I used to live with this guy when we were younger, Gabe. It's kind of like a scavenger hunt. Like, what you find in the carpet, you smoke. I will day. admit. Yeah, like, I, I will admit, admit. We've all done it. I did admit I, to. The carpet's free game. I did, I did admit to, uh, I did admit to, like, spilling booze. And then taking the paper towel or the rack yeah, yeah. and squeezing oh, your back oh, into the glass. You definitely do that. <laughs> I've, done that. Yeah, I've done it a lot. <laughs> it's some pretty low alcoholism. Uh, you can't go. You can't so you're go telling me you were sucking a shag carpet to get some booze out of it? One night. I, I don't do it regularly, but I've done it before. People don't understand. Our friends uh, down south don't understand. A bottle of vodka here is like sixty bucks, seventy bucks. It's like that's why I go to that's why I go to Niagara it's not, Falls not to that, bring some back. It's not that expensive. For, for, for the big one. Yeah, well, you don't need that big of Gabe, a bottle of Gabe, vodka. I'm just saying you can get one for twenty four bucks. The good stuff too that they have at uh, Costco. See, the thing is, you really are. You're a cross though between Homer Simpson and Barney Gumble. Because Homer will eat anything. Yeah. Barney will drink anything. I did eat your cheese. The sweaty cheese, was yeah, pretty, yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't feel. I told you I'd feel fine. Yeah, the like weekend. that's that's something. Like that's something that um, I can't stay mad at you, sandwich. <laughs> I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> it's, he's he's turned green. <laughs> the hoagie by the radiator. Yeah, the mayo. All right, so we'll take a test here with you, okay? Okay. Uh, which Simpsons character are you? There's a lot of different tests, so uh, we'll see if uh, this is uh, an accurate yeah. one or not. Do you think school is cool? No way. Yes, it's awesome. I like it. The only thing I like seeing is my friends. Uh, the last answer. The only thing I like is seeing my friends. Yeah, I don't like school's not cool. Not cool. <laughs> Next. There's a huge assignment due in two weeks. It's worth half your grade in that subject. When do you start it? Finish it early and get it out of the way. Do it at the last minute. Screw it. Do a bit every night. Night before. Last yeah. minute. Yeah, you're last minute. 
are you neat? Yes, all the time. I'm fairly neat. I'm not neat. I try to be neat, but fail. Try to be neat, but fail. Miserably. Can you cook? Yes, no, kind of. I can cook. I can get around a kitchen. Do you play an instrument? No. <sighs> no, I don't. The I long to, answer. Yeah, no, like, I was thinking about a recorder doesn't count. It's a no. kid's instrument. I used to play the trombone yeah. very poorly. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really understand how this is. This yeah. is like almost like yeah, a real what, personality what, what, yeah, test. It's not like a Simpsons I got to be honest with you. I don't is know. This one, are Where you, the hell are we going with are this? Are you good with computers? No, I'm not. Haven't you heard the damn show last week? <laughs> I tried. I don't know, man. I get locked out. I don't know what's happening. This test sucks. It does. Boo. Terrible. Pro, uh, proprofs.com. Suck it. Terrible. Quiz maker, my ass. Right, let's see what uh, the, the BuzzFeed one yeah. is. All right. There is a lot of characters on that show, though. Like, that's the thing. It's hard It's hard to narrow it down. For you, Mo, yeah, I could see Krusty. I like the Mo Sizlak angle, though, too. Like, come to the bar. You got your gun. You know? You got you got a little bit of Mo in you, too. The rage. The rage. Here's another one from BuzzFeed. Yep. Which Simpsons character are you? You know, once again, they're very, very random questions. Pick a TV dad. Out of these TV dads, which is your favorite one? Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah. Ned Stark from Game of Thrones. Don't even know. I don't watch. Walter White, uh, Breaking Bad. Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Michael Bluth, Arrested Development. Hank Hill, King of the Hill. Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. Ross Geller from Friends. Tim Taylor. The tool man? I can't fix anything. Flintstone. Fred. Yeah, Fred's clearly the coolest yeah, one. There. Yeah, I like Fred. Great bowler, too. We haven't gone bowling in a while. That'd be really nice to go uh, get our bowling game back. We had a lot of good times in Vegas on those uh, pro bowling alleys, playing for drinks and uh, money. There's not a lot of bowling alleys uh, downtown. Oh, yeah, no, the they're, they're trendy ones. They're, oh, yeah, yeah 50 like, bucks an hour. Yeah. It's like, screw off. I want to go to a loser lane. paying lanes. $62 no, I want bowl. that. I want bad draft beer and just want to crush some pins one night and have a great time. We we gotta, bring everybody out. We've got to move to Iowa or, like, yeah. West Virginia. That's why like I'm that. telling you that test with me, I could easily live not one month, three months, hands down. I've lived in the Arctic, buddy, for five years. You don't think I can handle Iowa for three months? Danny in uh, Nova Scotia says Cam is uh, Dr. Hibbert with his infectious <laughs> laugh. Dr. Hibbert. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Dr. Hibbert's supposed to be Bill Cosby, I'm thinking, on the show. He's got a lot of Bill Cosby-ism. <laughs> like he's got it with the sweaters and all that other stuff, too, before Bill went uh, very, very bad. But it's, it's pretty um, – the um... – these quizzes on on uh, the internet are terrible. They are like I don't. You were just doing it last night off the top of your head. I don't understand. Yeah, why no, you these, go through the, all this. No, shit. like this is there. Yeah, it's they're, crazy. I actually did another one that was much more direct and better. But yeah, these these are terrible. All right, these are terrible. We'll try one more. I'll I'll be able to tell if okay. the uh, if the questions are good or not right away. No, nothing. No, no. <laughs> like I don't understand. Like it's like they come up with the. The Simpsons, uh, this is, all right, which Simpsons character are you most like? This is the first question. Which one of these characters are you most like, Cam? Dracula? Well, I eat blood. I'm a cannibal. Yeah, Godzilla. I'm pretty big. but King yeah. Kong? Snow White? The Wicked uh, Witch of the West? 
I'd have to go with King Kong. I'm thinking King Kong. Yeah, I'd have to go with King Kong. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I'm a little King Kong, but You're not really of... Dracula. No. I'm too, I'm too fat. Like, to be a bloodsucker, most of the time, I've never seen a really portly uh, we know you're not, count. We know you're not Snow White. God, no. Yet, I don't see what's the correlation to the Simpsons in this. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, like how, what, like, what, what's King Kong, Godzilla, and Snow White have to do with Homer Simpson? Nothing. No. So these, what? These tests suck. So what, if you pick Snow White, you're Lisa Simpson? <laughs> Like, well, what the hell is this? I don't know, man. It sucks. I've said it before. The internet is only good for two things. Porno. Porn and gambling. Yes. Oh, and three things. And listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Great point, Moretzi. We hit our parlay today. A little a little Twins and Cardinals. Oh, is it in? That's that. That's get, get it done, buddy. Yep, it's in. It's in. Final. Cardinals, 4-1 to one over the Marlins. Really struggling against that team. And uh, Minnesota finally gets it done. Barrios, nice. Barrios 7-2 to two and, over my White Sox. And right now, um, uh, I've got under 2.5 England and Costa Rica. We're one week away from the start of the World Cup. This yep. is their final little friendlies uh, before tune-up games. Exactly. Uh, before they head over to the motherland. Russia. Mother Russia. <laughs> Mother Russia is going to be awesome. Mother Russia is ready to breastfeed the world. I'll tell you one thing. Those drunken Brit With guys. vodka. Those drunken Brit guys who think they're having fun drinking pints and shooting darts at the clubs, you better not piss off the wrong Russian. You're coming home in a body bag. Yeah. Like the, you talked about, remember the video you showed me of the women training? Like they're, they're ready to kick some ass. Yeah, it's going to get. Uh, it's going to get ugly. Real ugly. I got to believe, though. I got to believe, though, that. Vladimir Putin doesn't want images of Russian gangs and hooligans yeah. stabbing and kicking the shit yeah, out of international visitors. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna like happen. you know what I mean. Like I would imagine. Like I, I would think that like you know like most of those hooligan dudes like they're gonna willingly go to like the showdown. You know what I mean? Oh, I know what you mean. Like I don't think that like in other towns it happens. Like, the hooligans will just go on a rampage, like, at the cafes and stuff in the market before the game or whatever, like, 10 in the morning and start just randomly knocking heads of anybody that's wearing the other jersey. You watch football factories. They they murder people. But Russia's a little different because of who's in charge. But I will say this. Russia hates England right now. Look, they just whacked two of their spies, allegedly, in Russia, uh, Russian spies in England. There's a lot of geopolitical turmoil between the two of them so i'm not so sure like if a uh yeah if a bunch of brits were getting attacked by some russians and they called uh i don't know is it 911 there <laughs> like, what is whatever it? you dial i don't know 611 611 you dial you dial vladimir help me putin please say me jeebus yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, if you have a British accent, you're like, excuse me, I'm being attacked. It, uh, I don't know if the cops are going to get there so fast. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and you know Brits, too. I've gone on cruises with Brits. Like, they like to really, like, when they drink, too. Just oh, yeah, they're not, yeah, they're, they're not going to back down. Darts, you know, darting on people's head. Like, I, I told you, man. I've the Argentinians <laughs> the Argentinians and uh, the Russians have um, joined forces oh, as well. Because they, they've had enough. Yeah, like... Uh, the, the Russian hooligans on the message boards, and uh, there's like a a South American contingent. There's now? like a uh, a website for these guys that they sort of they'll they'll set their meeting places and call each other out. I guess yeah, it was announced formally that Argentina and Russia have uh, joined forces 
um, at the uh, the World Cup. So if you're an enemy of Russia, you're now an enemy of Argentina. Not good for wow. And if you're <laughs> not good for because exactly, Russia wanted a little South American flavor <laughs> yeah, exactly. in there, right? But what it was was the Russians know that the Argentinians hate the Brits, Falcons, and uh, the islands, and all this yeah. stuff, right? This is the thing with the World Cup camp. This isn't Ohio State and Michigan and a couple of frat boys like no. pissing on someone's lawn. Screw you, Michigan. Exactly. Like no, this, this is, is yeah. this is when a guy puts a bottle through your head. Yeah, this yeah. is like you know what? Bam. Your grandfather uh, imprisoned my grandfather, and I'm yep. going to kill you right now, and I'm going to watch my soccer team beat you, and then I'm going to go uh, piss on your flag type stuff. Oh yeah, no. Like that's the way that's these the people way it are. Is. Yeah. No, honestly, Marantz, you know your 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 old man, uh, your grandfather's Scottish, right? It's the same thing. When I went to Scotland. You you walk down. This guy was wearing a Celtic jersey. The Ranger fans like they 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 go let's dance. Like you know what I mean? They're coming there and they're pounding each other. Still to this day, they're fighting these guys. They're putting bottles through their heads. They're putting up guys. So if I told balls. you, I'm telling you, it's violent. And that's nothing. That's Scottish soccer. They you, suck. They suck. If I told you right now, I got free tickets and a free airplane airfare air for you. Go to the World Cup next weekend and report for it. Are you going? De- definitely. I'm not going to get killed there. I'm going to be nice to the Russians. I'm just a friendly Canadian who's taking in the action. You look pretty pale. You look pretty. You red hair. Yeah, when I met Vladimir, they 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 look me for a Brit. Yeah, but but I'm not British. I'm not from England. You look like a portly or uh, Prince Andrew's brother or something. (laughs) You're right. They'd have me on the spit, just turning like a slow rotisserie. They'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm Scottish. (laughs) Boris. They'd be like, that's even worse. (laughs) To them, it's the same thing. Scotland's so helpless. They can never even qualify for the World Cup. They suck. They suck. Yeah, they did like a long time ago. Yeah, those were the Paul Gascoigne days, Gabe. They don't it doesn't happen anymore. They just they they're they're not very good. They're very bad. All right, so speaking of which, actually, a Russian politician says that the hooligan fight should be regulated. Should be regulated. Yeah, so basically like they should be allowed, but like yeah. law enforcement uh, should uh, be able to show up. Well, yeah. yeah, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna go down very well. There's gonna be a lot of blood. I'm looking Th- forward. Th- in Moscow, threatened violence against the family of an English fan oh. left paralyzed by Russian hooligans after two men were charged uh, over the attack. See, look, here's some of the videos here. I'll take a look. And pictures. This is at the Euro. Oh God! It's just packs. Just guys, just getting. Yeah, this is serious stuff, man. Like. This is close to death. They were throwing people off a bridge uh, last time, the Russians were. I would mess with them. Would you go? Yeah, I, I would go, yes. You'd go. Yeah. See, look, look, here's, check this out, Kev. This was Marseille. And this is France. Yeah. So, like, they're all, like, they're dressed as a team. Like, they yeah. wear black T-shirts and stuff. So, like, they're not, they don't hide who they are. Oh my God! Yeah, but they just, they're just running down the street. Yeah, just plowing but look, people. they just went into restaurants and started smashing Boom. bottles over people's heads and stuff. Here, here comes the gas. Yeah, yeah total, it's going to be absolute shit. Total shit. chaos. But the thing is, now you're on their home soil. I know. Huge advantage. <laughs> Huge advantage. Yeah. So, like I said, I would imagine my this is my my own personal opinion. My guess is that um, that Putin and you know he run that country with an iron fist. That he probably put it out there. Listen, you guys do what you got to do. do. Just don't embarrass me. Uh, but only to the Brits. 
I'm dead serious. <laughs> Every other country. Yes. Be nice. No, no, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. He, like, he likes America. He doesn't want Americans no. getting their face smashed on the on the concrete. America didn't make the world. Jump, Canada, so Canada, Russia has a little yeah. little bit of tension, but not much. We're hockey buddies. You know what I mean? Scores. <laughs> hockey buddies. Yeah, he doesn't want to like you know, beat up Spaniards and stuff. But if I was British, have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand, or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Radio Network, I'm Dave over MCP Annapolis. will join us uh, a little bit later on. We'll get his take on uh, whether this is going to be a sweep or not. And the LeBron James collapse in the last couple of moments. I know most people in the mainstream media are just going to praise him. And you all better yeah. go to clinic and get tested for STDs because you've got your, uh, yeah. I've never seen a player in uh, modern times, the past, bitch about every little thing that is happening in a game more than him. Never. Every yelling at teammates, going bonkers on refs, everything. Like except, the guy, it never stops. Except last night in the last quarter, he didn't yell at anyone. He, he didn't care. Just, yeah. He didn't care enough to yell at anyone. It's one of the strangest things that uh, that I've actually seen. But uh, nevertheless, we'll get to that. Let's talk about uh, tonight's hockey game. And uh, we talked about Phil Pritchard uh, early in the program, who's right now lounging at the pool yeah. uh, in uh, Vegas. Yeah. Cam's envious of Phil Pritchard. Gloves on. Cup, cup right by the waterfall. The question is, is Phil Pritchard going to be bringing a cup out tonight? I say no. No. I say no. I really want to take it. But I also said Cleveland was going to win last yeah, night. So did so. I. So did I. I told you that line got scary, Marenzi. When, when the line went down all the way to three and a half by game time, yeah, I started to think we're done. Yeah, because the public are stupid. Yes, yeah. The public uh, publicly backed dogs. It's a recipe for losing units. Let's bring in uh, Andrew McKinnis uh, right now. Andrew McInnes, uh picks, and uh, a member of the uh, the Ice Guys over at SBR. Andrew McKinnis steps up. Renee, what's going on, McInnes? How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Just ready for the game, and uh, happy to be on here with you guys. Ready to talk hockey. Yeah, you know what? Uh, the countdown is on right now. The question is, um, will the cup be brought out uh, tonight? I personally think, McInnes, that the... Uh, that the, the couple of days off, the extra day off as opposed to the, you know, just the every second day, the three-day off layoff here in between games is a big advantage to Las Vegas right now. They were clearly gassed. You could see them running out of steam. You could see them slowing down. They were overwhelmed. And plus, Washington were just so hot. So having Washington cool off for a couple of days, get Marc-Andre Fleury some rest. Um, they do have a great home ice advantage. And for the record, guys, they did lose three games before this year in a row. But Vegas has never lost four games in a row in franchise history. Not just like franchise history. Franchise history. (laughs) They've never lost four games in a row. Just want to throw that. Just want to throw that out there. So, what's your take on the game, uh, Andrew? Yeah, well, listening to what you guys had to say about the Cavs last night and how the public was hammering that, I think it's kind of a different story with this game. I think that Vegas 
You know, look at that last game, how they collapsed. I mean, if you look at that first 10 minutes of even last game, what happened after that is just absolutely ridiculous. You do not see that happen quite often. Uh, James Neal, I don't know what he was thinking, missing almost a wide-open net, shooting at the far post. Uh, too many guys, uh, Tuck missing a wide-open net as well. Too many guys missing open opportunities. I think it's huge uh, that Vegas gets on the board first. Like you mentioned, the break and the time off has been good for them. Uh, I think it's important they get on the board first. They have to get this crowd back into it. This fan base does believe in them, but uh, I got to say, Holby has dominated uh, Flurry in uh, the goaltending matchups in my eyes. I think that as much as we expect from Flurry to carry this team, uh, overall, I think we still have those expectations there. And right now, they've kind of figured out that he's a little bit too aggressive, I think. I think that he's been a little bit too all over the place and you know, not, uh, not staying as calm as we're usually known for seeing him. And, you know, honestly, I've been talking about the Vegas depth all playoffs, all, all season long, and that's what I love about hockey. Is that, you know, looking at a team like this where they got a guy like Carlton, uh, one of their best players in the entire team, barely making a million dollars. And that's, that's what you got to love about hockey. But I think at this moment, in this game right now, this game isn't about depth. you got to see the top players. you got to see Jonathan Marcel. you got to see Riley Smith. we got to see Carlton. we got to see James Neal step up early and, and make some big plays. I mean, uh, as far as the game total and the way I think the game will go, I mean, you look at it, game one, Vegas dominated 6-4. And, you know, you hear 6-4, and it's only a two-goal lead. Uh, but I think it was a lot more of a dominant game. They got off to a great start. You know, people don't really think that much about Vegas. But if you look at their game, they play a lot different if they go down. I mean, they, they cannot really bounce back. They're, they're much of a mental team, I think, that people don't really take them as. Uh, game two, they lose 3-2. Game three, 3-1. Uh, and game four, 6-2. So, uh, looking at this, uh, as far as the total goes, I'm looking at over the total. I think it should be the game. Vegas stays alive, but I don't think the Cinderella story will happen. I think Washington wins the cup. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Washington, Andrew. i got to tell you one thing, though. Go back, Gabe, and take take a look at this, guys. With a 3-1 to one lead, Washington and Pro Sports is the team five times. Five times they've pissed away 3-1 to one leads. That's the most out of all professional sports. 87 versus the Islanders, 92 pens, 95 pens, 2010 Canadians, and 2015 versus the Rangers. All 3-1 leads there, guys. So some of those guys were still around when the Rangers came back there, Andrew. It might not be easy for these guys to close the door if they get inside their own heads. I'm on Washington, but this te- team and franchise has a history of choking. That's not good for business. Yeah, no, I do agree for sure. And, you know, one thing I've thought about that I kind of regret not really thinking about uh, in the past before this series and before uh, even the Eastern Conference Finals is that let's, let's think about this Washington team, what they've gone through, Ovechkin versus Crosby history. Uh, the battle they've had to even get as far as the Eastern Conference Finals and now being in the Stanley Cup Finals. I think thinking about the adversity that they've faced, I mean, we're talking about two teams with excellent stories. This Vegas team, obviously, uh, in their first season, they're making it to the Cup Finals. Uh, what a year for them. But looking at a guy like Alexander Ovechkin and the depth of this Washington team that we're really seeing, I mean, how about Devontae smith Kelly? performance we're seeing out of him? Uh, how about Chandler Stevenson down there uh, on the fourth line having an excellent playoff? I think they've really just proven that they are ready and they have that extra step. And Honestly, guys, if we don't see that good start in the first 10 to 15 minutes of this game, I think that Vegas is going to be in a lot of trouble. I agree. They do need a quick start. Obviously, all the time, we always talk about the first goal being so critical. but It is. It is. <laughs> but I think Vegas, you know, being if they would have lost the game 4 nothing the other night or 5 nothing, I know it was 6-2 in the end, whatever the hell it ended up, but them actually making it 4-2, not quitting, making a game of it. Hit a lot of posts. Hitting a lot of posts and then actually beating Holpe a couple yeah. of times. That's the whole thing. Uh, as you mentioned, James Neal scores that 99 out of 100 times. It doesn't happen. 
Vegas are like literally like a gambler in their city. Somebody that's at the crap table, man, and they're rolling the dice and it's like a big party cam, you know, when everyone's winning. Yeah. The chicks yeah. and all the hookers start exactly. coming over. You're like, man, yeah. you're like, what's going on? What a party over at that table, man. Yeah. Except then. The party's over. Yeah, it's like, you know, you've been there like yeah. a blackjack run for like 12 hours. You know, at one point at 2, 3 a.m., man, it was like the time of your life in yeah. Vegas. Everyone's watching. You're like, man, this fives. is crazy. There's all kinds of strippers here. We're winning money. And then there's that come down. It's 8 a.m. The sun's all bright outside, and you're like, oh, shit, I just lost $4,000. What a shame. Yeah, so that's like Vegas. They're like a hot gambler that's gone cold. You know what I mean? It's like they've gone cold. (laughs) They can't get any luck at the table, and they're like, man, I wanted this casino all the time. I don't know what the hell's going on. But they walked away from from the tables for a couple of days. Now they're coming back refreshed. They're coming back refreshed. They have one win left in them, and I am a conspiracy theorist as well. The NHL would like to uh, get one more game out of this. I well, we might not get another one from NBA, so the NHL might be the league that goes the deepest. Yeah, Vegas will get a couple of calls uh, tonight. I just think they're going to get some uh, some breaks and some bounces, and I think Fleury will play better uh, tonight now that he's back home. Yeah, well, if we're looking at gambling uh, scenarios and metaphors like that, I think you should talk about something like blackjack. Vegas's last couple hands that they were dealt weren't too bad. Like you guys mentioned, they finished the game off strong. I don't know about you guys, but I do think that was huge. That is important. They didn't hold over. I mean, you look at going into that third period, they, they were done. I mean, that game was completely over. Uh, I think that was all about how you go into the next game and, and how you really finish off, show a sense of pride. Uh, but, of course, looking at the, uh, the Capitals, they came out. They had a huge lead, sent out their number one line on the power play, sent a statement, uh, and they score again. It kind of put the salt on the wound. And also, Washington has been known in the playoffs and been pretty good on the road, closing out a series on the road. But they don't really have any problem, like a lot of teams had, uh, at T-Mobile Arena and playing in Vegas. So, you know, I do think there's two sides of the coin here. But I do think there's a huge, huge factor that they ended on a good note in that last game. You know, this yeah. is unbelievable right now, man. I got this soccer game. It just won't freak you get. Like, they're in the extra time. Costa Rica and England? Yeah, I've got under two and a half, and it's finally over. we got what? full time. What is it? It's a winner. That's what it is. <laughs> two nothing final score. 2-0 England? 2-0 England final score. Cash it. So nice. Uh, we hit that yeah. parlay in the afternoon. And uh, you. you're back to the grind, buddy. Yeah, we hit the Grinded. we hit a major league baseball parlay in the afternoon and we just nailed a, a soccer play to yep. the under. Um, that's good because I lost a lot of LeBron James props last night. That's a good time though, Gabe. Yeah, I don't know how the guy got a triple double last night and somehow went under in every one of his individual props. Yep. Like it's exactly. just, <laughs> it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, I guess well, besides the rebounds, I think he went over on the rebounds by one, like the one prop yeah. I didn't take. Okay, so uh, so what's your pick uh, for tonight? You, you're saying there's some goals tonight. You think Washington and the overs uh, the play tonight? Yeah, I'm looking at the over. Uh, I've been really really hard on these plays and not really getting the best price for this right now. I had it at minus one thirty six last game. Uh, you can get over one and a half in the third period at minus one forty five. I got Vegas to score first minus one thirty. I'm a pretty big believer, guys. If Vegas is going to win this game, uh, they're going to score first. I mean, as crazy as that might sound to some people thinking, you know, taking that bet over Vegas full game right now, but uh, I, I think they have to get on the board first. Like you mentioned, it's kind of a cliche term, but uh, Vegas minus 130 to score first. Uh, and, yeah, team total over two and a half. U- ultimately, I'm on Vegas, and I'm on a lot of goals as well. Andrew, I got to believe, I, I, yeah, I'm with Washington in the series at the plus price, but do you think there's anybody out there? Think about three to one. 
they win tonight, it's 3-2. to two. Suddenly the pressure back on Washington. I know some people might pull the trigger, but Vegas at a series price is plus 555, 560 right now. Do you think uh, there's anybody out there that are thinking, you know what, these guys can actually win three games in a row against these guys? Oh, I think absolutely. I mean, if they have a great game tonight, they dominate tonight, they limit the opportunities from Washington. They go back to Washington, handle things perfectly, and, you know, play a great defensive game. I'm not as much worried, guys, about this Vegas team offensively as I am defensively and the way they start games. But ultimately, we head back to Vegas for Game 7. Absolutely not. They can win three. Absolutely, they can win three games. I think it's all about this game right here. Uh, I would not blame people at that price that you're getting. Uh, Vegas could absolutely get three games in a row. But uh, looking at this right now, Washington has been able to close teams out on the road. Uh, this game is going to be huge. I do think no matter what, no matter how good Volpe plays, no matter how well uh, Flurry plays, uh, this game's going to have some goals, guys. It's a five-and-a-half number. You know, the only team in the history of the NHL to come back in the Stanley Cup Finals from down 3-1, you know who it is? The you're Leafs. Pretty, you're pretty good at the price checks. The, the Leafs. Detroit, uh, Detroit, Detroit Red, Red Wings. Yeah. What year? 1942. Really? 42. Yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> They played the Montreal Canadiens in the semifinals, and uh, my grandfather scored the winning goal. Seriously? Yeah, in the semifinals in game two. Wow. But then they lost game three, and then the Red Wings went on to win the Stanley Cup. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. So maybe if they would have, the Canadians would have won that, maybe my grandfather would have won a Stanley Cup. That would have been cool. Yeah. And then He's Phil, got other accolades. Phil though. Pritchard would be walking around. Yeah, that's right. My grandfather's name. <laughs> <laughs> Keeper of the cup. <laughs> yeah, he's got a silver medal. From the Olympics, but uh, like he said, you don't win silver, you lose gold. Um, all right, so before we get you out of here, McKinnis, I know uh, you're, you're going to be betting on the CFL. CFL, uh, we got a preseason game tonight uh, with Ottawa and Toronto. Cam likes Ottawa. I like uh, Toronto this evening. The Argonauts are three-point favorites. It's, a, it's not a home game for the Argonauts, actually. It looks like it is, but it's actually in Guelph. So technically, yeah, it's, it's kind Guelph. of yeah, Hamilton used to play in Guelph. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a home game, nevertheless. Yeah. Um, so we got a, we got a preseason game tonight, but big news, guys. Mike Nichols, quarterback uh, for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, going to be out six weeks uh, right oh. now. So I guess you know it's good to get it out of the way early if your best player is going to get hurt. But they really don't have any backup quarterback. Like they've got, you know, they've got real real stiffs and projects at the backup position. So I, I would expect uh, once. Once the preseason's over and the rosters are sort of set, yeah. Winnipeg's going to have to reach out and do something. Definitely. I see, I see our boy Mike O'Shea he doesn't want to talk about it right now, but <laughs> a little, 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 little upset. Yeah. I'd be pissed off, too, because you won't look at Winnipeg. A lot of hype. they got a lot of good players. On. Look they at their might, receiving yeah, core. Running the back, best Harris, receiving core in the CFL. And, and a wicked running back. Too, but you need a quarterback. The thing is, McKinnis, though, yeah, Nickel gets hurt. He's out four to six weeks. The CFL season is 72 weeks long. Um, it's like a year and a half to play one year. And you could always make the playoffs after a bad run. Yeah. The only, so, only real shit teams don't get in. Yeah, it <laughs> kind of sucks for them, but really it doesn't ruin their season. You know what I mean? I don't think it ruins their season by any means. They're a great team. They've got lots of depth. But, I mean, looking at it from a betting perspective and at their season win totals, you saw it at uh, 10.5, at 11.5, even at some spots. And, you know, when I saw that news break loose, guys, I was really patient with it to see exactly how serious it was. And like you mentioned, they're one of those teams right now in the CFL that actually their backup position isn't looking the best. And I think that really does throw off their season. I think Nichols has had a tough time of staying healthy. He was supposed to be, uh, this was supposed to be his year, I think. He was going to lead this Blue Bombers uh, to a deep, deep season. But 
kind of funny hearing you mention that, dude. You're right. I mean, it's a it's a friggin' long season, and you know he could he could be resting for a few weeks, six weeks, and, and come back and still carry this team uh, deep deep into the playoffs. So uh, it's tough to say with that, but I will say, guys, that is a huge loss of six weeks. Uh, looking at that Ottawa Toronto game tonight, uh, I think I'm I'm on the over 52 and a half minus 110. I think there's just too many options for both teams right now. Uh, both quarterbacks try to make a name for themselves. We already know who the starters are for, for both teams. And I think, again, looking at the wide receiving core for this Ottawa team, it, it, it's second to none. And I think this will just be an exciting game. Toronto's defense is the biggest question for me. Uh, they'll have to prove themselves to me throughout this regular preseason and regular season. But for right now, I still question it. I think they'll have to put up a lot, a lot of points. Uh, for them to have a chance in, in any game, really, this season. So, looking at the over 52-and-a-half. Andrew McKinnis. Yep. Hey, uh, Andrew, thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Andrew Take McKinnis care. Uh, with us. I even had a lot of success uh, with the totals uh, in the CFL uh, preseason. Uh, well, you know what? We did We did last week. Actually, we crushed the board last week. Yeah, you said it. Went 3-1 and one last week. But this is a tricky total uh, tonight. It is a tricky total. Just great point you bring up about the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Like, they, they got Zach Mahoney from Syracuse. Remember him? Like, like that's the thing. Like these Dude, guys have been terrible yeah, in like, college. That's, that's the thing. Like you look at their quarterback. No, no, oh my god, no, they're done. I don't even god. know who, who's the other guy. Stavelli. Yeah, they got. Uh, yeah, who's that? Uh, they got uh, Brian Bennett from Southeastern Louisiana. Mm. Yeah, who else? Do they, like, these guys. Uh, you said it, man. Like none of these guys have any experience. No, no. That's bad news. That, yeah, they need. Uh, they said. They said. No, no. We're coming. Alex Ross from Coastal Carolina. Shant clears there. Oh my God, Chris Streveler, South Dakota. Can you say Ooh. Kevin Glenn? Can you? Great call. Oh, I we're gonna have to guys. go get somebody. The dearth of quarterbacks, man. All right, we got a CFL preseason game tonight. NHL hockey, Major League Baseball, all that and more coming up. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions. Level 2. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio. The comeback complete, Morenci. What a comeback by the Reds today. Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, they were down 5-1. to one. They just won an extra inning. 7-5. Nothing winners today, buddy. Winners. Winners. 3-0 and in baseball. Let's keep it going. Yeah, we hit the, uh, what we, we and Cam both hit a parlay earlier today. Minnesota Twins, St. Louis Cardinals, like plus 111 or something. You hit the soccer? Hit the other baseball? Yeah, Costa Rica and England, I just hit under. Yeah. Two and a half World Cup of Soccer now one week away, and uh, thanks to April uh, tuning in uh, right now from Halifax. Who uh, and uh, we're gonna get to the phones actually. We actually have a yeah, caller on hold uh, here. We'll get there in a second, but uh, just a warning with the World Cup uh, a week away. 
World Cup referee Yo. caught accepting six hundred dollars from an undercover journalist. Six hundred bucks. Yeah, six hundred bucks. <laughs> Here you go, sir. Here's your six hundred. Like yeah, we're worried about the integrity. It's all it yeah. takes is six hundred bucks. bucks to t- <laughs> Crazy thing is, so the guy now he's been booted. He can't work the World Cup, and uh, he would have made twenty five thousand oh. dollars if he just would have showed up honestly. Uh, from uh, yeah, if he just would have showed up, he would have gotten twenty five thousand dollars. Unbelievable! Six hundred bucks, you lose twenty five k. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, the African Soccer League. Let's just call it out for what it is. There's a lot of corruption there. A lot of bad things are going down. Yeah, this is BBC Africa that did an undercover investigation, and uh, it's <laughs> not good. In the end, um, it just wasn't uh, this guy. Um, it just wasn't this guy. So uh, they had $65,000, and uh, the Ghana soccer referees took all of them. They took all of it. 65, 100 Ghana soccer officials were willing to, like, <laughs> to roll over. <laughs> just give me the money. Yeah. <laughs> 600 bucks, though? It just seems like a very, very low price when you're going to get paid twenty five k. That's greed. That's simply greed. Like, you would, like, think about a game, like, 600 bucks. 600 bucks. And dude, the, the kid on the San Diego Toreros that got busted. He yeah. did like a year and a half in jail. Same thing, man. A couple he, grand? Nah, he got like 1400 bucks yeah. a game or something because he owed some bookie money, and he was just supposed to shave the points, miss yeah. a few shots. Um, but, hey, it's a cold It's a cold world. And the World Cup, hooligans, corruption, passion, geopolitical warfare, nothing but fun. And a lot of unders. <laughs> and a lot of unders, we tick, hope. Tick, 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 tick. All right, I'm suspicious of this call yeah, just because he's from Florida. And, you know, sometimes me and Cam, me and Cam have said some bad things about Orlando in the uh, past. Orlando, we, we got busted for no reason. Yeah, we got we, yeah, exactly. Well, I walk up to a drive-thru, it's not, it's not a recipe to get arrested. I was just looking for a burger. Let's, uh, let's, uh, so who is it? Uh, let's head it to Florida. What, what's going on? Who, who's, who's this? What's up, Florida? Speaking of geopolitical warfare, Leonard Skinner, <laughs> Jason Aldean, Kid Rock, <laughs> just added to the show, Charlie Daniels in the Marshall Tucker bands. <laughs> yeah, you love, so it sounds like, uh, what, are you drinking some Jack Daniels yeah, so, right now? Listening to Kid I'm Rock? I'm at a kid's swim meet, dude, listening to you guys. So everybody moved away from me. Like, I used to have, like, a couple pets near me. Now no one is sitting near me at all. I'm at a kid's swimming meet listening to you guys. That's kind of creepy, actually. It's very creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Just the word, the words kid's uh, swim meet, meet somehow yeah. is kind of like. <laughs> wee, wee. Well, I, I want to clarify. It's my kid's swim meet. Yeah, like, I didn't just yeah. stop at the <laughs> random kid's swim meet because I said I enjoy the backstroke. <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I'm always like the other day I was walking past a uh, softball game and there was this yeah. dude just sort of like standing, just lurking. Yeah, he was just yeah. standing watching. I sort of looked at him. I was like, you know, this guy's really interested in this uh, softball game. That's okay, but like any time I ever see like dudes sort of lurking around a pool and stuff, yeah, that's yeah, that's, like, that's yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, like w- I, water's worse. Yeah, so I, let's be uh, let's be honest though. Are you in violation right now of your parole and getting this close, like uh, to a pool? <laughs> no, no, no. My kids are here. As long as my kids are here, I'm okay. I leave the Cosby pudding pops at home. I can't bring the Cosby pudding pops anymore <laughs> to the pool because you never know what they got. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I didn't the Terrell Owens situation. Players are dumber every day than I than I, I anticipated. 
Because if you've got a problem with someone, and this goes to all the people that don't show up to the White House, you go to their house and you air your grievance. What a better platform than the White House or the Hall of Fame speech to tell everybody in the world what's wrong. The thing is, with T.O., there's been other people that have waited to get into the Hall of Fames in various sports for a hell of a lot longer. They suck it up and they understand it's political. You get in and it's a gosh cow once you're in. And, you know, T.O.'s only screwing himself again because now he'll be on his own. You know what I mean? When there's other sort of a card convention and there's a signing and there's, hey, we're going on a Hawaiian cruise with the Hall of Famers. Don't bring T.O. We're going to be like, screw him. He didn't even, he's not part of us. Yeah. He wants to do things by himself. Let him do his own cruise. Right? Like, it's just, yeah. that, that's why Gary Carter, that's why Gary Carter wanted to go in as a New York Met as opposed to an Expo. It was nothing personal against the, um, against the Expos, but he wanted to make money at New York Met games, exactly. at card shows in the New York area. There's a lot more Met fans around the world that'll pay more for a baseball point than our Expo fans. T.O. just doesn't get it. He just doesn't get it. That's what it comes down to. It's an it's, it's unbelievable, unbelievable situation. I and mean, you are right, too. Look at, look at Kim Kardashian. She actually goes yeah. to the White House yeah, and gets, gets it gets, done. Gets yeah, someone released from prison, right? They give her a lot of credit. I mean, I said the same thing I about mean, the I, Eagles, too. If the Eagles, yeah. you're better off if you're Chris Long or if you're one of these dudes. Show up. Show up. And you know what? And I even said, too, if you love Barack so much and stuff, take a picture in front of his portrait. The White House is yeah. a big place. Like, you're on the yeah. grounds of this yeah. place. That you, you know what I mean? You're like, all right, hey, there's Lincoln's bust. I'll get a picture with that. And then you, when you meet Trump, you tell him. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. President, but if you wonder why I bitch about you on Twitter, this is what my problem is. And, you know, like you yeah. said, Kim Kardashian just went in there and negotiated with him. And the crazy thing is, the General Kelly dude and all the advisors around Trump, they didn't want to let this chick out. They were like, no, 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 she's a, she's a crack dealer. Barack Obama didn't let her out. Kim Kardashian goes there, everyone mocks her, and uh, she gets something done. Credit goes to Trump. I'll listen. I'll rip Trump when I think he deserves it, but I'll also give him credit. I think the only reason he really did this is because it shows up Barack Obama, number one, right? Because Barack didn't yes. do it. He can say, look, I let a black chick out and Barack didn't. Same with the Jack Johnson thing. Number two, um, Trump's a, a pervert, so, of course, Kim Kardashian's yeah. going to be able to influence yeah. him. Uh, Chloe was yeah. on The Celebrity Apprentice. Yep. And number four, uh, crazy Kanye uh, walks walks around with a MAGA hat. This was payback. And you know what it shows? Yeah, if I you mean, give Trump something, he'll give you something back. Yeah, it's, not, it's just like George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. now in his wheelchair. He grabs one by the ass and says, I'm David Copperfield. Yeah. Uh, that's David Copperfield. 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 Yeah, yeah, Copperfield. Yeah, that's what it does. <laughs> because he's old. People let him get away with it. Wait till exactly. I get away with it. I'm going to go crazy. You see, <laughs> you see Bill... Bill Bill Clinton wanted to punch that guy in the face the other day when he asked about Monica Lewinsky. I've already talked about that 20, 20 years ago. You ain't getting your facts hey, who's straight. Who's the worst husband, a Peyton Manning or Brian Colangelo? Colangelo. Well, I'm going to say Manning because Colangelo will never teabag somebody that we know. Of. He, he did sell out his wife, though, hard. Yeah. Hard. Oh, he sold God. her out hard. Like, come on, I read man. Those There's no way in hell she said those tweets. Exactly, what is he man. Doing? 
that guy. He better gave her a big check. So, uh, for coats. <laughs> so we were talking earlier about what Simpson characters people are. And uh, last night, somebody uh, told me, they were like, oh, yeah, uh, Fat Tony, Sincata. Oh, yeah. I'm feeling <laughs> stabby. Cam, Cam's not happy oh. with the bar. Cam's not happy with the Barney Gumbel. I don't mind it, actually. No, yeah, you're growing, Homer. You're yeah. growing into I it. I am growing into it. Yeah, I like to drink. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, and you know what I mean? You can all fit a mold, and you have something to live up to in life. You know, it's funny. I think when I was younger, I wanted to be Joe Pesci. <laughs> My cousin Vinny got to you, huh? Two youths. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a little Italian dude, right, with this real hot chick, like, and he, you know, talks funny, talks real fast. I think I can do that. <laughs> Call Martin's, yeah. Mar- Marty Scorsese up here. I like Marissa Tomei yeah, back yeah. then. Strong. Marissa Tomei. She, yeah, she was good in those, man. Or is it Marissa Tomei? Tomei. Yeah, yeah very nice. You yeah. say Tomei, Toma, who cares? Good. Now she's a poker player. She, is Marissa Tomei a poker player now, really, huh? Yeah, yeah, she goes on the world tour and plays. She doesn't fool around. No, Jennifer Tilly hypnotizes you with the breast. I didn't. I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, didn't yeah. know uh, I didn't know. Uh, Jennifer Tilly it just lets her rack. Been, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might have been Jennifer Tilly. I, I just might have got a Yeah, yeah. Take it to the rack. It's Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. I'm only. She does have a great rack. Very. She's got a sexy voice too. If you're a woman. Poker player, you should automatically get breast enhancements. It has to improve your game by at least 12%. It's very hypnotizing. That's the thing. Like, you just sit there when somebody has beautiful breasts. It's just kind of like, yeah, it lulls you to sleep. You get, you get weak. You can't be tough around yeah. somebody with beautiful breasts. Sorry. It's a knee buckler. Yeah. yeah. I was distracted yeah. last <laughs> night. I was uh, I was uh, doing a podcast in the late night hours last night after the basketball game, and uh, Jimmy Kimmel came on. And uh, Mariah Carey came Uh-oh. out. Uh-oh. And, uh, yeah, man, she's got some massive basketballs. They were taking up the whole rock, screen. But that's a, yeah, that's, she's dumb as a rock, but that's a positive. But she plays dumb as a rock. Like, she got $100 million from this dude she broke up with, and they weren't even married. Like, if you could pull off getting $100 million and you're already rich and you don't even get married, she's not as dumb as she looks. Brings up good points. Very good points. Yes, I, I, I do. You know what's crazy is that, you know, women have an advantage because they can get breast enhancements and track men. If we get a penis enlargement, how does anyone really see it? Yeah, that's a disappointing yeah. thing. I know. I take it out of the pants. I often wonder, what do you, you know, basically, I don't know, what do you, what do, you do? You wear a T-shirt. I have a big penis. I have gigantic like, exactly. members. Yeah. Like, uh, Swollen it's, members. It's bigger than it looks. Give it a shot. <laughs> Unzip here. <laughs> Pull here. Yeah, it's off. It's, yeah, it's off. Un, unzip here. Yeah, take a look. Yeah, Please take a look. It's Arrow bigger. Down. Yeah, it's Whee! bigger than you think. Yes. Yeah, right. Like it's off. You're right. I've actually, I've actually thought that what? before. Eat my pet snake. No, like I've seen a hot chick and stuff yeah. on the street, and I was thinking, man, only if she could see my, you know, my junk, man, maybe I'd have a chance here. Yeah. But how do I make that happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, you know what's the most the, the most humiliating experience for a man is urinating on an airplane because those mirrors make it always look smaller than it appears, and you can't stand straight in the airplane. So if you guys are very self conscious, don't ever urinate in an airplane. All right, uh, Florida. 
Uh, how's the beat uh, going? Are your kids winning? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, you, are, you bet, are they winning? He just won. He, he, he really? won. And uh, some 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 dads looking at me like I'm out of my freaking mind. <laughs> I think you heard me talking about my junk in the airplane. <laughs> We're a real rich place. Like yeah. Josh Scobie, Josh Scobie, the former Jaguars kick his kids here uh, in the swim meet. Really? Nice. Go tell him his father. Yeah, go say your, your go tell him your father sucks. Yeah, missed too many kicks. Say your father missed a lot of kicks. <laughs> tell your dad he sucked. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get assaulted. Be careful. There, there you go. No, you'll be all right as long as George Zimmerman is in there. You know, George Zimmerman's not here and uh my, but Michael Tucker, Charlie Daniels remember. And uh, Kid Rock, Jason Aldean, Leonard Skinner. So there will be a, a whole thing of freedom. Freedom September in September, Labor Day weekend out here in Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, don't be a stranger. Well, we love you, Florida. Don't be a stranger. All right. Good night. I thought he had a question about the CFL game. Uh, or, uh, was it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I told Ottawa, you. Toronto from Guelph. I told you I was suspicious of yeah, Florida. Yeah, very good. Nice to talk to Florida. <laughs> very, very fun. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Man, it's been a good night tonight so far, Moran. So we got to put something to Very small slate, though, tonight on the baseball board. We only got uh, a five-pack for the late games for the DFS. Interesting uh, some uh, interesting pitching guy going today. Beaks for Boston making his debut. Like, look at these guys. Stanek. Wow. It's a... Uh, it's a dog's breakfast there, buddy. But uh, things things are going to be okay. I'm actually might take a shot with your boy Leak. Leaky roof's been per- Seattle been, a bit money. You said it, man. Leaky roof with the flex seal. If you it's play permanent, if you play DFS and you haven't tried mybookie.ag's player prop, then uh, then you're missing out. Their player prop tool allows you to avoid sharks winning 90% of the money in DFS. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. Forget having to create multiple lineups. Uh, forget doing what I did earlier in the day, and it took me like 90 minutes. <laughs> so some days the lines come together easy. Yeah. Some days they oh, don't. I, I agree. And uh, whatever. I don't even like my lineup today, which means it'll probably do well. Because the last two days I liked my lineup, but it was pathetically pathetic. Bad. You should see the pitchers I'm rolling ditch, out tonight. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Go to mybookie.ag, open up a new account, enter the promo code GTD, and you're going to receive a 50% deposit bonus. Why, you got some real crap. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, real <laughs> confidence. Tune in at six for me and Cam's horrible lineup. Right. No, no, trust me. These low-grade player, pictures are where it's at. Hey, actually, often a player such as, let's say, um, Mike Leak. Mike Leak will be chalk in DFS and owned in a lot uh, of percentage of tournaments because everyone thinks the play is obvious. Don't be a loser and eat uh, the DFS chalk. Be a winner. Play mybookie.ag. Don't uh, be sucking vodka out of the carpet. Yeah, like yeah. You don't want to hit Play rock mybookie.ag's yeah. player prop uh, tools. Put the vodka in a, in a Plus, glass. you can bet on uh, the Belmont uh, Belmont Stakes, <laughs> last leg of the Triple Crown. Uh, Justify is basically a pick em. He's a slight favorite, minus 120 or so. I don't know about Justify in this race. Like it's, We'll see. The good thing is you get that extra week off between races, Marenzi. But these horses, some of them are freshened for this race. It never ends well for the first two legs. You know, man, that stretch at Belmont is a killer. Enter my promo code GTD and receive your 50% deposit bonus. Give it up. Who? To the Why? Who? Why did I bet so wrong? Why did I bet on Braun? Why did I bet on Braun? Why did it go so wrong?
Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You want a chance to win two tickets to a 2018 World Series game? Go to dailyrodo.com slash DKMS. Take a crack at playing free daily fantasy baseball. You can play every day. It's totally free. The contests are sponsored by DKMS. They're looking for your help in the fight against blood cancer. Every three minutes in America is diagnosed with blood cancer. And only 30% of all blood donor patients are able to find a compatible bone marrow donor in their family. Go over to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS. Find out how you can help eradicate blood cancer and play free daily fantasy baseball with a shot of winning two tickets to a 2018 World Series game. So uh, we've talked a little bit about the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals. We'll get back into yep. that a little bit later on. I actually threw together a hockey uh, lineup. Nice, Gabe. Um We'll talk uh, some NFL football on the other side. Uh, we just offered you a chance to win two tickets to a World Series uh, game this year. But now let's talk uh, some NBA uh, finals as the Golden State Warriors are now one win away from their third championship in the last four years. Let's bring in Pete Yiannopoulos uh, right now to help us uh, break it down. What's going on, Pete? We'll get Pete... Uh, We'll get Pete on here in a second. I'll tell you, though, uh, just just the way Golden State finished that game, Gabe, it's it's just watching a team that's just so much better with Cleveland. They, they come out there, they punch them in the face early, and Golden State didn't get rattled. They just kept on clawing and clawing and clawing that big shot before the, the half, too. And their role players all do good jobs, too. When you're watching the team play, they just get it. When the guy on their team's playing 10 minutes and gets you 10 points, they're stepping up and... and I'm just uh, watching Cleveland makes me sick. I'm just I'm so I'm so done with the I'm just so the crazy the thing pitching. is there's so much talk and even like the mainstream media and the sheep went with the same narrative after. Well, LeBron just doesn't have enough no. help, and obviously it is true. Yes, you, you need multiple players, stars to win, but his teammates did what they had to do last night. How's Kevin Love's they, twenty and thirteen? They had a lead. They had a lead. Then the game was tied and it was back and forth. In the last five minutes, that's all you can ask. And then it's LeBron's turn. But for some reason, from about the four-minute mark in, LeBron stopped shooting. He stopped shooting. And it wasn't, oh, I'm making a smart basketball play because my teammate is wide open. He would be standing three feet away from J.R. Smith, yep. and he was like, take the ball. And he gave yep. it to J.R. Smith. At one point, J.R. Smith flicked it right back, back to, to him. him. Exactly. Kevin Love did the same thing in which... He threw it to Love, and Love sort of gave it right back to him like, dude, this is you. You know, this is why you're the supposed king, and he just really didn't have any interest. I don't know. I don't know if Pete Annapolis saw the same thing. Pete, it's always a pleasure. I know you're doing a great job covering the games on RDS, and you look damn good doing it. Those great suits. 
uh, you've got yeah. going on. But nice suits. Let, let me ask you, did you see the same <laughs> thing? Why did LeBron James, like, he, you know what he reminded me of? It was sort of like DeMar DeRozan. You know, like late in the game, he goes into the paint, he leaves his feet, yeah. and then he passes the ball to Tristan Thompson, who is not an offensive player, who has basically got two guys under him. Tristan's under the basket trying to make an impossible play, then misses the shot after. He passed the ball to J.R. Smith with a couple of seconds left in the shot clock, put J.R. in a tough spot. LeBron took a three from nearly half court, like right early in the shot clock when the game was still on the line. He took another three that was nearly an air ball. It's like he collapsed in the last five minutes, but nobody's calling him out for it besides me, Pete. What did you see? Yeah, I, I would echo your sentiments, and I've been saying this for the longest time, right? I think LeBron James checked out mentally and physically uh, after the regulation time in game one and the subsequent meltdown uh, in the huddle uh, heading into overtime where he only had two points on two free throws late. He checked out. It's over. He's sitting there. He's putting the blame on J.R. Smith for getting that brain cramp. George Hill missing the free throw. But at the end of the day, down by one, LeBron has the ball on a scramble. They double team him, kicks it out, gets it back. Got Steph Curry, 6'2", 170. He's 6'8", 270. And what does he do? He holds the ball, holds the ball with one arm, and then passes it to George Hill. George Hill underneath the basket getting fouled. Like, are you serious? That's your time. And we saw it yesterday. A couple of times, he just put his shoulder down. He finished with a layup. He was done. Tyron Lue, he asked, did we have a timeout yet? Tyron Lue said, yes, we did. Then he pulled a tantrum, pulled his hands on his face like he was freaking out. The greatest IQ athlete we've seen in the last 20 years. Didn't know they had a timeout in game one. And then look at last night. Same thing. They're up by one with four minutes and 14 seconds left at home. The crowd behind you. Every role player, every specialist that he's ever made into our former vertical and versatile ball players, he's made them specialists. They all came through last night, but he disappeared in the fourth. He didn't even cover Kevin Durant on the game-winning shot. Where was LeBron? And again, it's like he doesn't have the help. J.R. Smith, well, we know it. He gave J.R. Smith $15 million a year, forced ownership to do that, forced ownership to give Tristan Thompson $84 million. Guys are not performing. He got Kyrie Irving out the door. But he doesn't have help. He gave the help last night. He disappeared. The Warriors are a great team. Make no mistake about it, guys. But they're vulnerable. They're beatable. Houston beats them if Chris Paul has two legs in that series. Right? Look LeBron's, at game one and Le- game three. They were up. LeBron, they won he's going to have to. He's going to have to go to Houston yeah. to actually beat Golden State uh, right now. And it's not a criticism against him. Or his teammates, actually. Because the fact is, you know, the NBA has always been this way. Only 10 teams have won in the last 37 years. It's a superstar-driven league. In the Jordan era, it was like the big two. And you had two guys in, like, the old video game days. NBA Jam. You got two guys. You know what I mean? Then it was all the big three, and, and that was the first. People, like, have short memories. It was a big deal that the Miami Heat suddenly had, ooh, they got three superstars now. Now it's sort of, man, you better have three and then four, five, and then a couple other guys as well if you really, really want to win. And he just doesn't have that right now. But as you stated, I mean, in game one, if you're a 12-point underdog, game one, you're a 12-point underdog, you're going into overtime. Instead of panicking, you got to calm everyone down and say, you know what? We're only down, you know, we were 12-point underdogs. This is great. Everyone thought we were going to get blown out. Let's go. Now let's win this. But instead, like you said, Pete, he threw the temper tantrum. 
Doesn't want to make eye contact. And then, you know, yeah, he got some bad calls on him in game two, but the disappearing act and, you know, all these millennial types, oh, he had a triple-double. How could you say he choked? He's a stat guy. You've always talked about this, Pete. He's driven by stats, LeBron. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to – He's gonna have. if he wants to win championships, he's going to have to go and share the ball and just sort of be a guy on a team like Curry – and like Durant and can, like Thompson no, and these Can guys. he do that, though? His ego's huge, bro. Like, you know what I mean? He's one of those guys. He likes to be, I do this all by myself. I'm not going to give anybody credit. That's the thing. Yeah, His but ego might be, but he knows he can't win with this group. Yeah, but he's going to get tired, and that's why I don't yeah. buy in at all. He'll never go to the West because whatever, man. Yeah, he gets to the finals every year, but he's yeah. losing all the time. So I don't think he, he's enjoying this either. And if he's in the West and he's not on the Warriors and he's on the Rockets, if they win, they get into the finals – he most like likely wins. So, you know, Pete, I thought if they were going to win a game, it wouldn't be it would be game three. I don't see them, you know, even though Golden State hasn't uh, swept anybody in the playoffs yet this year. As you stated, LeBron's all but done right now. Now the reality will kick in. Is this LeBron's last game in Cleveland? Will he screw us over again? And you know, I think, you know, part of Golden State would probably like to win at home, but yeah, I think they probably just want to get it over with so they can go do a bunch of Instagram models and uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant can go uh, go home and on a burner account and laugh at Russell Westbrook. And, but, you know, how great Kevin Durant is, etc. I don't see I don't see how Cleveland competes tomorrow. I think uh, Golden State are probably going to drill them. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and again, they had their opportunities, right? Game one, they had it in game three last night and you got to close it out. And It'll be hard-pressed to have all their supporting cast play the games that they played. Rodney Hood, right? I mean, he was outstanding, and he wanted the ball more than LeBron at the end of the game. He was like, give me the ball. I'm going to the rack, and I'm going to score. Because Golden State, really, like, they're not really an elite defensive team. It was great that Iguodala got to come back last night. But, you know, if we rewind here, guys, I mean, 2010, LeBron is the guy that decided to change the dynamics of the NBA, right? And he joined Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in their primes to form a big three to super team. Right. But in 2011, they were going up against Dallas and one guy only, Dirk Nowitzki. He was alone. He had Deshaun Stevenson, Jason Terry, 38 year old Jason Kidd. Nobody thought they could win. What did Dirk do? Dirk beat them. And those guys mocked Dirk the whole series. Right. He's sick. They were coughing. They were laughing at him. He beat them. All of a sudden now LeBron, it's come back to bite him because other teams got super teams and they're beating him. Right. Why can't LeBron beat this super team? So. Listen, uh, I've always been one that said, you know, the smartest move Rich Paul, a Maverick Carter, LeBron James ever did is stay in the East, and he got the eight straight finals and all those triple-doubles and the regular season statistics, and even in the playoffs, hey, we lose, it's okay. He got the triple-doubles. Well, you're going to be 3-9 and nine in the NBA finals now, and I'm sorry. Uh, reality is reality. The facts don't lie. Uh, is, it, is it Houston with Paul George? Maybe. Uh, is it Philadelphia, right, with Paul George? Uh July 1st is going to be incredible. And I think the NBA is going to wait until LeBron James decides where he's going to go, and then the dominoes will fall. That means Kevin Durant's going to stay in Golden State, but DeMarcus Cousins, Paul George, DeAndre Jordan. Um, there's so many, you know, top free agents this Kevin year. Durant, Kevin Durant has the player option. Yeah. So he can stay. He'll stay one more year, and then yeah. he'll – yeah. And then the salary cap expands, and that's when it'll get interesting. I think Golden State have one more year left in them, and it's going to be a real challenge to keep it together. I know Clay Thompson's talking about he'll play for cheaper to stay in Golden State, but 
We'll see how it plays out. Now, what I find interesting about this is the MVP, okay? Now, yesterday going into the game, Steph Curry was minus 300. Now, Kevin Durant is minus 300. Yes. (laughs) It's amazing how all it took is one game, yet if Steph Curry pops off in game four, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. That's a dynamic thing right now about Golden State each game. I mean, look, Steph Curry sets a sets a record for he makes the most uh, three point shots in a game, in one game with nine, and then he turns around and he he misses the most, right? Like he misses a ton in a row. So it goes both ways. They're so dynamic. To me, you know, I don't know who's the MVP. Is is it going to be Kevin Durant? Uh, in your opinion, Pete, if you were voting, who's the MVP? Of the NBA Finals. Yeah, without question, it's Kevin Durant. And not only just because of the game he had last night, uh, if you look at the first two games, he's the guy that's playing both ways. He was covering LeBron James defensively. Uh, Steph Curry was guarding Trevor Rizzo. No, he got eliminated. Now he's guarding Kyle Korver or Jordan Clarkson. I mean, Curry's always put on the, the, you know, the worst offensive player because they hide him defensively. Now, Curry had the great game in game two, but don't forget, Durant was like, I think, nine for 12. He was so efficient distributing the ball. I think he played one of his best overall games. And then he has the big one, 43 points, hits the game-winning shot. Nobody has more than 11 points. Um, Duran is just at another level. And we talked about this last year, Gabe. He did the exact same shot. He won the series for them last year. Uh, and he's guarding LeBron. He's making it happen on offense. He, the play before he hits the big shot, right? Pick and roll with Iguodala. Nice bounce pass in between. Iguodala with the facial to Tristan Thompson. I mean, Durant's doing it all. I wasn't a big fan of his move. Let me reiterate that. Joining the 73-win team to win a championship. I couldn't stand it, and I still don't stand it today, and he followed LeBron. But at the end of the day, he's the best player on the court because this is June, guys. And June is about winning. Durant's winning now. LeBron is not. That's the thing, though, that... People can say, oh, he went to Golden State to join him. Yet yeah, it's to the point where you're not, we're not sure Golden State wins without him. They don't win without you know, him. That's the thing. He was the MVP last year. He's clearly the best player on the team. And he's clearly, after LeBron James, the best player in the National Basketball Association. You know, that's, so, I don't Gabe, really... Let me tell you, Game, I'll tell you this, okay? Why is LeBron James perceived as the best player in the game now? Because he has the best statistics... And he's taking a team that he assembled without no other superstar because Curry left because he micromanages every possession of the game. He gets every statistic because they're not allowed doing anything without LeBron doing everything. Does that mean he's the best player in the game in the world? Have you seen him play defense, guys, the last I can't. Oh, his defense yesterday, Pete, was deplorable. It was awful. It was horrendous. Checked out defensively. So are you saying oh, to Kevin, so you know are you saying that Kevin Durant, are you saying Kevin Durant's the best player yeah. in the game, then, in your opinion? hundred percent. hundred percent. He was last year in the playoffs, the best player in the game. Listen, he's got to share the ball with Curry, Clay Thompson. I mean, if this guy doesn't have those guys, I'm telling you, he's averaging 40 in Cleveland. And you know what? He's beating Toronto. He's beating Indiana. And he's beating the Celtics without Gordon Aaron and Kyrie Irving. Relax, people. Look who LeBron beat. Best player in the game. Oh, hit a shot. Hit a shot against Toronto. Come on, guys. Kevin Durant is the complete two-way player. He's more athletic. He makes bigger shots, makes free throws, and he plays defense. LeBron does not, and he, he micromanages every possession because he has the ball every time. Nobody's allowed to play point guard or shooting guard. And again, he's one of the best players in the world, guys. Make no mistake about it. Yes, he is. But again, he those stats, 
why don't we get a, why don't we get one of our interns there, guys, and really look at the assists that are, are generated today in the NBA compared to the 80s and 90s. You make a pass to a guy, he takes five dribbles, takes a fadeaway shot, if that's considered an assist. <laughs> Back then, an assist is you pass to the guy, he either does a layup or a jump shot, no dribbling. Statistics are different. That's why Westbrook's got so many triple-doubles. Everybody's got a triple-double today. But honestly, guys, to me, Kevin Durant's the best player in the world. Pete Annapolis, RDS Television. Throwing it down with Pete. Former uh, former assistant coach with the UMass Minutemen. I'm looking at the, the NBA Finals MVP odds. So we talked yep. about Kevin Durant minus 300. Steph Curry's plus 200. LeBron James 10 to 1. That dream is dead. That's over. Even if, uh, you know, only Jerry West had ever won an MVP before with a losing team. But I find it comical, actually, that the sports books even bother putting Rodney Hood and uh, J.R. Smith up and Jeff Green. Like, Jeff Green's 500 to 1 right now to win the MVP. <laughs> Somebody like, just wants to put a buy. Hey, uh. It's like, you know, like, <laughs> really? really? Why don't you just, like, make it 5 million to 1? Like, what, what, what's the, what are the odds that Jeff Green is the MVP? It's funny. Like, why do they even bother at that, uh, at that point in time? But, uh, you know, listen. LeBron James, we've talked about this a lot. You and I agree with LeBron James, Pete. LeBron James, I've always said, too, why don't superstars want to go there? And it's not because of the city of Cleveland. It's because, as you stated, it's all about him. He has the ball 98% of the time, and then you get blamed, and uh, he mocks you uh, when when he loses, but he gets the glory uh, when you win. I totally get it. He doesn't have a lot of friends in the NBA, but, and I've said this before, we know that he's he is good friends with Chris Paul. Very good friends with Chris Paul. He gets along well enough with Harden. I think he ends up in Houston. But you know who he's even better friends with is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant looks up to LeBron James. Like, Kevin Durant doesn't have a lot of peers, right? So he's not going to respect a lot of people's opinions. He's not going to look up Mm -hmm. to a lot of people. But LeBron is one of them. And I'm just saying, Kevin Durant only has one year left on his contract right now. I'm just throwing it out there. Don't be shocked if Kevin Durant and LeBron James are on the same team together. Not this year, but the year after this. Pete Annapolis, it's always a pleasure. All right, guys. Have a good one. Enjoy game four. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Annapolis, some uh, strong, strong opinion right there, saying Kevin Durant's actually the best player in the NBA, not LeBron James. No, no listen, no one's going to dispute that LeBron James, that the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, you got Jeff Green, man. You know, you got Tristan Thompson. You've got uh, 
You've got Rodney Hood. You've got Kyle Korver. No one's going to state that he's surrounded uh, by a big cast of all-stars. Now, Kevin Love is a very good player. He is. So Kevin Love's a stud um, who any team in the NBA would love to have uh, on their roster. But, and that, that is true in LeBron James' defense. But the thing is, you can't state that the roster isn't there because of him. He is the de facto general manager of this team. He runs this franchise. Player, coach, GM, so, ran Kyrie Irving out of town. Yeah, so he doesn't have complete, um, you know, complete autonomy of the franchise, yep. but he generally, you know, what he he has the major influence on things. And you look at, he had Kyrie Irving there with him, and Kyrie Irving's one of the best young point guards um, in the NBA. Well, I don't know, point guard, shooting guard, whatever the hell, hybrid player. But Kyrie Irving's an exciting young player. Who was pretty clutch as well. Actually won the championship for them. And he was the one to hit the three, not LeBron, to beat the Golden State Warriors. And the whole time, LeBron basically wanted Kyrie Irving not to be a point guard. And essentially shut up and stand in the corner and shoot threes whenever LeBron would pass it to him. So LeBron, LeBron's in a catch-22 in Cleveland. uh, Because... LeBron needs yes-man around him. He wants the yes-man around him, but he can't win with the yes-man. And then when he has a good player around him, like Kyrie Irving, he he's like, pisses he, him off. Well, he was like, Kyrie Irving, he shoots too much. Yeah. He handles the ball too much. Because you know, basically Kyrie Irving can go coast to coast. He's one of the best yeah. players in the NBA. and he's, I think he is the best, actually, at the finishing layup. It's, it's a thing of beauty, Kyrie Irving. Like, for a little dude, he can't be stopped on these layups. Like, you know, only Westbrook and LeBron can only do it, essentially. Kyrie can take it to the rack at will. He's fast as hell. He's a skateboarder. So he's got, like, an explosive just sort of burst, man, and he takes it to the rack, and he could do that. And it used to upset LeBron all the time because it would take LeBron out of the play because Kyrie Irving's like, everyone out of my way, I'm just taking it to the rack here, and it would upset LeBron James. And LeBron James would get upset about Kyrie Irving's defense, which is ironic. because His defense is awful. Well, he can be a good defender. He can be, but it's, he also quits on defense, too, whether, when, when things aren't going well. It, well, that's the thing. He's, he's a prima donna, right? So if he's really focused and he's into it, he'll play defense. But if he feels as though he's getting yeah. slighted by the referees yeah, or the yeah. scoreboard or he just yeah. – I don't know what he did last night, if he just quit on his team or what, what you know – I can't get into inside LeBron James's head, but I I personally don't think he'll go. I don't think he'll go to Philadelphia because you got to deal with Ben Simmons there. Ben Simmons needs the ball in his hands all the time, and you got Joel Embiid who's still young. They're not as close to winning as Philadelphia 76er fans think they are. LeBron's best avenue right now is either join the Houston uh, Rockets or B. Join the damn Golden State Warriors and get it over with. <laughs> and just shut, well, shut down the league. Shut the NBA yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. But the Warriors didn't want Kevin Durant. Like It's not like Steph Curry and Klay Thompson were all excited that Kevin Durant was going. They didn't even like him. Yeah, they used to talk crap to You know what I mean? There was a rivalry between the two of them. But Steve Kerr explained to them, listen, if we want to stay on top, we got to stay ahead of everyone else. And he's a great player, and he's willing to yep. come here. So... 
they embraced it. And now look at them. They're all buddies. Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying they all hang out together no, all you, the time. But, but you saw their body language, Gabe, last night. When you see, remember when, when they were going back and forth, Durant and Curry, the conversations yeah. they were having were more like, I respect you, everything's cool, where LeBron still gives people the grimace. Well, you'll the, see. The, the, the cut eye. Yeah, you'll it's see. Like, if Clay Thompson's the one, yeah. Steph Curry is, doesn't pout. Yeah. Like Steph Curry, like I saw last night, Durant was hitting shots, and there was a yeah. time when Steph Curry was on the bench. He got up and he started yeah. waving a towel and he was like, he's on your damn he team. Was, he was pointing at yes. KD. He was like, yeah, you got this. You got this. They they really push each other. Like the night before, the game before, when Curry was hitting all the shots, Durant just kept giving him the ball. He was exactly. like, you're hot. You're the one that's hot tonight. Just take it. So they do have a good chemistry at times. Winning changes everything, right? I mean, sure. when they were losing to Houston, the chemistry wasn't so good, and Durant was pouting. <laughs> yes. He did. He did. Durant Durant took himself out of that series for a couple of games. There was a, there was one game, dude, he pulled the LeBron. He did, he wasn't running back on defense. He sort of, he was just scowl. He had that scowl on his face the whole game. He didn't get the ball at the end of the game. Remember there was the game Draymond Green yep. turned it over, and... Um, even if Draymond didn't turn it over, it would have went back to Curry for the three, and Durant wasn't even involved in the dial-up of the play. They were on the verge of getting eliminated, and basically Kerr drew up a play for Curry, and then you could tell Durant was not impressed. Basically, no, and I'm the best player on this team, yet, all right. Give you it to Curry. I mean? That's the thing about Steve Kerr in comparison to Tyron Lue, too. When LeBron James is player, coach, or whatever, you have a guy that has got respect, who's played the game, and guys are actually going to listen to you as a coach rather than basically a Kerr, figurehead. Well, a Kerr, man, guy's a mannequin. Kerr will mix it up. Kerr doesn't really have a locked in, all right, we're going to Durant with 10 seconds left. We're going to Curry with 10 yeah. seconds. If Clay Thompson's open, like they, they sort of have, all right, we're going to go with the open guy. But that last play was designed uh, for Steph, uh, Steph Curry. Yet, that's just a little thing. I mean... Kevin Durant, though, as good as he is, because because he is so good, he's morphed into kind of a psych, kind of a nut job. Like he's yeah. kind of, um, like dare I say, he's got a bigger ego than LeBron almost now. Kevin Durant, it's close, it's but, very, but close. in a weird way. Yeah, well, it's like, so, he's a good, he he's not a bad teammate. He's not a bad teammate, and he's a hell of a player. But he's look like for a guy he's, as he's, good as he is, he's arrogant, Gabe, but he's less emotionally arrogant. When he does his things, if you watch when he's doing his like his stuff, he just sits there with that look on his face, yeah, you know kind of like it's, f you. Yeah, it's not even not arrogant, pouting. exactly. He you has, know, you know a, what I'm saying? He's just angry. Yes, he doesn't. That's he doesn't like the media. He doesn't like the no. perception no. of himself with the media. He's got a chip on his shoulder, right? So he's not. But at the same point in time, there are the signs, dude, of him sort of morphing into a dick. A mega star. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Like, yes. number one, we can go down the list, all right? Number one, um, dumps the high school sweetheart. He was with the same chicks, yes. like, since, um, since, like, Texas days type thing. Hot chick, too. Dumped her. Um, she was in a WNBA, actually. She was in a wow. WNBA. They were about to get married. Really? Like, like, basically, like, a week before. He was like, you know what? I can't do this. So at least he didn't cheat on her and stuff and whatever. He just told her, listen, I'm going to concentrate on my career more. So he's kind of, he's a very focused dude. So that was kind of the thing. I don't know if you remember, he used to be like a really, really nice guy. Then he hooked up with like, started hooking up with other chicks after. But then he was a really, really nice guy. And then he started to snap with the media once in Oklahoma City. And he basically said, you know what? 
I'm tired of being something I'm not. And he said, I've been nice to you guys for all these years, and all I get is bullshit back. Yeah. So you know what? From now on, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be myself. And then we basically found out that himself is a bitter, angry, <laughs> very angry man, <laughs> all right? That seemingly like feels slighted at everything all the time. It's a little like John Jones. Like when he first came out, he was kind of a little bit, and then things yeah. kind of morphed. Or, I yeah, mean, you, can't, you, can't really, change. you can't make the total comparison, no. but they have elements of. But you the know, change. you know what it is though. It's basically success. It's it's yeah, but the amount of success, the amount of money, Cam. Yeah. It's another stratosphere. Like Cam, people, millionaires do whatever they want. You know what I mean? And then you get like you're all right. You got forty and fifty million. And yeah. I think like uh, you know, like uh, a TV owner yep. and like stuff or a couple hundred million dollars. Channels, yep. These guys are living very comfortable lives, but they still have to worry about their businesses and they still have stress on a daily basis. You get your rock stars, and you got a guy, a kid like Bieber. Even Bieber, as rich as his kid is, and supposedly Bieber's got like hundred and fifty million dollars or something. You know, this kid's driving around Lamborghinis <laughs> and all this stuff. Whatever, he'll be broke <laughs> yeah. in the end. Dude, Kevin Durant has a $350 million shoe deal with Under Armour. He makes $350 million. He got, he got $350 million. That doesn't even count his NBA salary, which he makes like $28 million a year. And he took a discount to play with Golden State, but he didn't do it to be the greatest guy in the world. He's already got the money. He did this because he knows that the salary cap goes through the freaking roof next year, so he keeps on signing one-year deals. And if he's going to sign a one-year deal, he might as well do it with a good team as opposed to with Sacramento. So <laughs> he keeps on signing these one-year deals. But the one-year deal party is going to be over next year. Like, that's what I'm saying with Durant. Like, it's one more. Yep. So change of girlfriends. All right, uh, now suddenly I'm going to be a dick with the media and tell everyone off. I'm going to tell Giannis that he should dump Milwaukee and get the hell out of there because he's never going to win. He's got burner accounts ripping Russell Westbrook all the time. I know. He's extremely vindictive with media types. Yep. Like, he doesn't give a crap who the hell you and I are, but if he knew we were talking about him like this right now, he'd be interested. Like, what, what are they saying about me, really? They think, you know what I mean? He's very, very thin-skinned. Bane. Yeah, but it's sort of like a, you know, dare I say, you know, who else thin-skinned? The president. Like, mega maniacal, ultra-rich. Can't say nothing about me, though. Like, Kevin Durant's probably got about $600 million now, Cam. Five, $600 million. And he hasn't even signed the biggest contract of his life yet. <laughs> right? So he can be as moody as he yeah. wants. You know, rock stars that make a hell of a lot less money, you know, are moodier. You know? yeah. <laughs> then like, you got the guy today at the, what was it, the G, G Summit meeting. Where was he from? He spilled his coffee. And he cleaned it up. I forget, was it uh, Austria or Sweden? And, and the cleaners are like, thank you, oh, thank you, act, yeah, thank yeah. you. Like, he actually cleaned up his own mess. I'm like, that's nice. And, and <laughs> People the thing, couldn't believe it. But the thing with Kevin Durant is, and a lot yeah. of players that you worry that you give them the money, that you know what, oh, no, man, we just made this guy, we just gave this guy $300 million. Or, you know, you, get, you, you give him this mega deal that he, the money's going to go to his head. The thing is, money has sort of gotten to Kevin Durant in a way, but... Not in a bad way, because Kevin Durant has proven that he, he is obsessed with being the best. Yes. he Look, and look like Pete Annapolis just said, he thinks he's better than him. Kevin Durant starts racking up these titles. He's young, dude. He's 28 years old. He's going to get a, you lot, know what I mean? a lot. He's 28 years old. He's been around, but he was young when he came into the league. He sure was. He's entering his prime now. He ends up with five, six championships. He's, you know, he's going to end up, you know, let's say four, five, six, five. 
suddenly he's in that conversation with Kobe and LeBron mm-hmm. and everyone. He wants this. Like, he wants to be... So, the greatest of all time. Yeah, so you give you give Kevin Durant three hundred million dollar contract in two years, somebody. It's not going to change his basketball. Play. He's not going to suddenly be crap. I, I agree. I, I, no, you know, it's he, not like our motivated. boy Kyle Lowry, where it's like, yeah, yeah. he just gave money and look, yeah. suddenly he put on thirty pounds. He looks a little budgier. You know, it's like he did. <laughs> like, people, like, dude, no, no, I remember, I was he was like, in yeah. shape in the contract here. We gave him the money, and then he just puts the weight on. It's like, so bro, right. you don't even I, hide it. No, I, I watch it. I'm going like, I'm, I got a gut. I'm like, Kyle Lowry, like, you got you. Basketball players aren't supposed to look that budgy. Uh, yeah, but of course, he hit the gym that yeah. year. You know, the contract yeah. year. <laughs> Don't forget, the Las Vegas Golden Knights have 13 players in contract years this year. Yes. It's a little extra effort. For, yeah. Thank you, yeah. man. Exactly. Uh, I got something that will probably upset you as much yeah. as it upsets me. Yes. Because uh, your team lost to them in the Super Bowl, the New England Patriots. Yes. This isn't about Edelman. <laughs> yeah, he's a cheater. Yeah, I know he is. But he's not. Good thing they didn't even play him last year, and he's going to be out uh, for this year. So Julian Edelman has been suspended. Uh, well, they're, he should be suspended. They're going to appeal or whatever, but... For uh, for performance enhancers, no, it's not recreational drugs. It's not weed or anything. He's you know he tried to cheat. Performance enhancers. So uh, basically, their quarterback is a cheater. Um, their coach and um, videos on and off the field too with the coach. Like he is divorced. Yeah. And, you know. Bill's not the. Yeah. <laughs> hey baby. Bill basically stole like the Giants uh, secretary. I think she was married too. But anyways, allegedly. In my own opinion. Um, so you got a quarterback who's a cheater. We know that Bill Belichick is a cheater. We Now we know that uh, Julian Edelman is cheater. a cheater. We won't even get into their tight ends who are killers. Cheaters and killers. No, nah, they're not cheaters. They're just killers. Oh, yeah. Murderers. Big time. You guys run a class act up there in Boston. It's quite the organization you got up there, uh, Kraft. Great, great, great. Yeah. It's like, who doesn't cheat on your team? Like, really? And think about all the vast cheating that we don't even know about. Like, you guys have cheated more than Larry King. Like, you know, seriously. You've cheated, like, you know, you guys have cheated more than Rudy Giuliani. I don't have to think. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, things are coming to an end with that team real soon. Real soon. You're not going to be worried about They're not going to be that superpower that you think anymore. The good old days of Dick McPherson. And John Stevens and a bunch of crap and two and four. I'm telling you, man, when this when TB rides off into the sunset, I don't think it's going to be as easy as everyone thinks it is, and it's going to be great to see the New England Patriots as an average or a shitty football team because it's not going to last. They have one year left. This year. This year. Maybe. Maybe another one. Maybe two. I I, I think that's even a stretch. Yeah, I would sort of see it to start to unravel. Now or never. Brady's going to eventually age like overnight. It'll be one of these deals where time catches up to everyone, even him. The fountain of youth, and it just... Yeah, yeah. and even, you know, and if Tom, if you didn't think the fountain of youth uh, was starting to expire, you wouldn't start to get all freaky with your Botox and your plastic surgeries now. Weird outfits. Yeah, yeah. Weird, like, weird like, face. Okay, yeah, yeah. His face is all pull, pushed back and shiny. He looks like a matador for Christ's sake. Like I'm waiting for the bull to run through. He wears a, those little like uh, that outfit that he wore to that gala. Like what are you fighting bulls? Taste, taste, Stupid. Taste Stevens. Uh, you can feel free to call in, yeah, Tay. We like you, Tay, but she's tuning yeah. in. She's like, settle down on the yeah, page. You, know, you settle down. <laughs> I know, like, like honestly, like uh, you guys. We uh, ain't the Patriots. You made it to the they Super Bowl. My Super Bowl. There's Julian Edelman too. Julian Edelman talks more smack, man, after catches and stuff. It's like, dude, you're a cheater. 
And they, you know, the Patriots, they have no shame. That's the thing with these guys. Like, they cheat about it, and they're happy about it. They're proud of it. Like, I know, I guess it's if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. trying. But They get caught a lot. Yeah, so it's either like they're just persecuted and like it's like every time, no, it's an isolated incident or they're just random. Like, I bet you there's like 99 things these guys have done that we don't even know about. Look at the things. Stolen, that, like, playbooks. Look what, yeah, well, look what's been published. information. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, all out there, yeah, man. Steroids. God knows. You know what I mean? People think Jimmy Hoffa's buried in Giant Stadium. He's probably in Foxborough. <laughs> He's probably he's probably he's in probably Foxborough. At Foxborough. You guys, you guys were wrong. You were look, you were right. He's in he's in the end zone, but you got you got the wrong end zone. Like I stated, it goes back to, uh, and uh, now we're going to upset uh, now we're going to upset Boston. But uh, yeah, it goes back to um, look the uh, Boston College got busted point shaving and cheating. The Boston Red Sox are cheaters. They were using iWatches to steal signals last year. And, uh, of course, this goes back to uh, the original uh, kingpin of Boston, the Kennedys, who, of oh. course, you know, Marilyn Monroe, wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, like she committed suicide in OD, too, but that's another uh, story.